Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Scott Coulter, filling in for D. Coulter, and this is the second episode in a three-week series on the nature of blessings. Let's begin by reviewing what we talked about last week very briefly. We came to a bit of a definition of blessings as the calling forth of the inherent transformative goodness within a situation or another being. And I also left us with a practice to try for the past week, and that was to spend time working to see that inherent transformative goodness in the people and situations around us. In particular, it was to work to see that goodness in the people and situations that irritated us. And if we could stretch far enough, perhaps to see it in the people and situations that really, really got us. We have had an incredibly challenging week with plenty of opportunities to practice. Before we dive into the content of today's episode, I'd like to take a moment to just remember what it felt like to see the goodness. So if you were able to have some of those moments last week, I'd like you to take a moment and remember one of them. If you weren't able to practice this last week, then I would like you to think of a situation or a person right now who might irritate you, but who you know you love. And I want you to focus on them. And we're all going to take a moment to slow down, to drop our anxiety and to drop our attachment, to soften our gaze and to soften our hearts, to breathe deeply, hold that person in your heart or that situation in your heart and see the goodness. And we're just going to take about 10 seconds of silence now to hold that space. And I'll begin that with a chime. So what we have done so far is identify the first part of blessing, seeing the basic goodness. But that's only halfway there. What we have to do next is figure out how we call forth this inherent goodness. And that's the work of today. In preparing for this episode, I came across a few quotes that seemed to me to really speak to this act of blessing. The first was from Desmond Tutu. In his book that he wrote with the Dalai Lama, uh, I think it was called The Book of Happiness, he recalled a time when he was preaching an anti-apartheid sermon in South Africa in a church, and as he was preaching, police 
stormed that church. They came in, they lined the back walls, they lined the sides of the church, and they were getting ready to arrest all the people inside, including Desmond Tutu. He saw it coming, and he decided in the moment to do the following. He looked up, and he looked directly at the police officers who were there to arrest him. He smiled his beaming smile and laughed, and he invited them to come over to the winning side because the old way had already lost. They just couldn't see it yet. So that was one quote. Another quote that struck me in the lead up to this was from Martin Luther King. And he said the following, quote, Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And I also remembered the Sufi idea of Baraka that we touched on last week, which was that radiating presence of God that works through the prophets and through the prophets to the people and continues radiating outward. When I reflect on these quotes and these ideas, to me they all have two things in common. One is that they all call on a power greater than ourselves to work through us. Desmond Tutu, when he smiles and invites, he is recognizing that there is a much bigger energy happening right now. It's not just Desmond Tutu talking to a police officer. When Martin Luther King talks about the light and the love, it is a much bigger love than just one individual. It is an overpowering light, an overpowering love. And the second thing is that they all ask us to become a beacon of that light. So they ask us to do some work. They don't just say it'll happen by itself. We have to develop our capacity to be a channel through which it can transform the world. And all of this led me to one final quote uh, from Teresa of Avila. Teresa of Avila is a, a Christian saint from the 15th century, and her language is explicitly Christian. But I think when you hear her use the term Christ, uh, you can substitute Buddha, or Allah, or God, or the goodness of the universe. It doesn't really matter. But this was her quote. Christ has no body now but yours. No hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. And now I'd like to end today's episode 
with a blessing of our own. So I will lead you in the following. God, in whatever form each of us may understand Thee, we ask You to work through us. We ask You to bless our bodies. We ask You to bless our minds. We ask You to bless our beloved animals and our pets. We ask You to bless our families and our friends. We ask You to bless the land on which we walk, the water we drink, the air we breathe, and the food that we eat. We ask You to bless all those who suffer in mind, in body, or in spirit. We ask You to bless all those who struggle with hatred, with fear, and with mistrust. We ask You to bless those who would do us harm, those who would lash out at us, and those who fear the light. We ask You to bless all beings, all situations, and all places. And we offer to be Your hands in the work for a more just world, Your heart in the work toward a more loving world, and Your eyes in the work toward a more compassionate world. Until next week, be well and be kind to one another. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love my book, Original Mind Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. It's available on Amazon and at EmbraceYourBrain.com.